live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show. Welcome to the program. Always an honor to be in for the Hall of Famer, play a small role, bolstered in a smaller chair, contributing to the biggest and most important show in our industry. A ton to get to, but as always, if you're familiar with my approach, when I'm lucky enough to be in for Jim, we do our best to be interactive, just two guests along the way. In fact, none in the very first hour of the program. None until we go deep, deep, deep into hour number two at 1.40 Eastern time. We will take you across the NFL with the start of a new league year upon us. We'll cover it all with Josh Alper from Pro Football Talk. Today's the first day that teams can officially extend offers to Lamar Jackson. Could this be the last day that Ezekiel Elliott is officially a member of the Cowboys? According to reports, could be cut as soon as today. And you might have heard something about Aaron Rodgers. That's coming up, and then we'll wrap up the program with Gusto. 2.40 Eastern time. A ton to get to in the NBA. Don't look now, but the Lakers are playing reasonably competent basketball. Looking forward to our latest conversation with Kurt Heelan from NBCSports.com. My name is Brian Weber. That suggests I am not Jim Rome. And the show within the show is always the most fascinating element of the jungle. So, like you, I was watching the terrific simulcast on CBS Sports Network yesterday. At the end of the program, I did not hear, I'll be taking the day off, or B-Webb might be filling in, Jim doesn't have to acknowledge me, or talk to you on Thursday. So, when my phone rang last night, I was as surprised as you probably are right now, that Jim is not working, that's fine. Where is he? I don't know. I don't ask. My best ability is availability. So when the phone rang, I said yes. I didn't ask any follow-ups. I didn't say, what is the nature of this fill-in request? Jim is not here. I could speculate, but I'll leave that to you. Because the other approach I try to embrace, since Brian Weber in for Jim Rome, phone calls a distinct possibility with... Another Aaron Rodgers monologue, two minutes away. 1-800-636-8686. Emails open for business, RomanAvatake.com. Hit me up on Twitter, B.W. Weber, Weber with two Bs. Jim occasionally has a scheduling conflict. I've been asked to contribute when he was called to jury duty, following up on his civic duty. There was the procedure he discussed. Now, it is vasectomy season. Jim mentioned that on the air with the start of the NCAA tournament tomorrow. I know the first four got underway last night, but the big dance starts tomorrow. So I don't think Jim is sitting on his couch with a bag of frozen peas. I could be wrong. So this is the formula I use whenever I'm here. In 20 minutes, we will work in some interaction the tweets curated by Tom. You got to get past Tommy. So if you don't make air, don't yell at me. I know you'll have thoughts on Jim's absence. I tend to think he's just a little bit under the weather. Breaking news, it is still raining here in Southern California. I know if you live on the East Coast, you have a great deal of empathy. But when I moved here in 1987, there were two words I had never heard of. Not Salad bar, obviously, or cardio workout. 
The two words I had never heard of, and they're new, but they become a huge part of our verbiage on a big word Wednesday. Atmospheric river. Suddenly, Southern California has become Seattle. So it could be the gym might be under the weather. We've addressed it. He's not here. Let's hope he's back tomorrow. I've got a job to do. And I also have to maintain my concentration because as I look across the way, Tom is here, thankfully. Alvin is here, but hiding. Maybe because he heard that Brian is here, and when I'm here, Alvin is not. That's contractual. Jack Savage is running the board. Now, if I didn't have content to get to, and I'm stalling because I don't want to bury you with Aaron Rodgers any more than I have to, I would wonder aloud, and I'm going to do it briefly and concisely. It is the Ides of March, after all. History says nefarious things happen. What has changed in the last few weeks? Enter Agent Jack Savage, who has now commandeered the board as well. Could that be correlation? Jack hitting the ones and twos. Jim's not here. I don't know. I'll leave it to you, geniuses. You can figure it out on Twitter. B.W. Weber, Weber with two Bs. Your thoughts coming up in 15 minutes. Did you like the tap dance? Without the music, I made a business decision not to bury you even further with Aaron Rodgers' talk because it's going to dominate the program again. And there's actual motivation beyond the fact that we're on, and I can't call him A-Rod, Aaron. Watch, 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 watch. He is going to speak to Pat McAfee. The only member of the media, if you think Pat's a member of the media, he's a personality. And yes, I'm very jealous of the success, especially what he does in the WWE as a recovering wrestling fan. I'm Brian Weber, in for Jim Rome. Hop aboard, 1-800-636-8686. Hit me up on Twitter, BW Weber, Weber with two Bs. In 15 minutes, in addition to your tweets, we're talking NBA. Should we buy into the Lakers' resurgence at all? And then as we move deeper into this first hour of the program, Coming up in 25 minutes, we'll get to the NCAA tournament. As someone who's called games in the NCAA tournament, you can't call it the NCAA tournament or you lose your job. It's the NCAA tournament. How much do you care beyond the bracketology and the gambling this year without a super team? You could argue that a half dozen to 10 teams have a legitimate chance to win it all. Does that make it less appealing to you? We'll get there. Oh, oh, by the way, there's still the Alabama capital murder case to discuss. That's on the way. Aaron Rodgers is going to speak reportedly about an hour from now. I probably shouldn't have said that. In fact, the consultants will be calling coming up. Takes me back to when I was filling in at the late great Beast 980 here in Los Angeles, circa 2015, the flagship station of the Jim Rome program. I was on... In October, so long ago, the Angels actually made a playoff run. I mentioned the Angels score as a local talk show host. During the break, our version of Pig Virus came in and screamed at me that I had apparently talked the eight people listening to me to flip over to the Angel game. Folks, I assume a degree of sophistication when you're in the jungle. You're aware that Aaron Rodgers has relationships with a select group in the media, including the host of this show. I thought he was terrific when he came on prior to the regular season finale. Ultimately didn't go the way the Packers were looking for, but I thought he was candid and transparent, called Jim Buddy, because they've had that relationship for years. 
But when Rodgers decides to speak, it is calculated. Because however you view him, he is a bright individual. So, after all of the rumor, innuendo, speculation, Rodgers will break his silence apparently coming up in about an hour. Tom will monitor the wire. He's got the tele-tape ticking in the background. This just into the newsroom. If there's anything of substance, we'll let you know. But since I'm in the informed speculation business, I have a sense it's going to play out this way. Could be wrong, but I'm paid to opine. Don't you think Rodgers is enjoying milking every moment of this and is going to slow play it as long as he can? Because we all have egos. And I think he is enjoying the adulation. I think he's enjoying letting the Packers twist and stick it to the franchise again, as he did two years ago when he held them hostage for that gargantuan contract that they completely regret now. But I don't think that Rodgers could be wrong. He's going to go on that program and say, hey, guys, I got news. I'm changing the color of my green Jersey, and then start chanting J-E-T-S-S. He's not going to have Fireman Ed alongside. I think he will be coy. I think he will do his normal degree of, and I don't do a good Aaron Rodgers, and I'm not on ayahuasca. I should take some time in the dark just to mellow out and get in a sweat lodge. But I think he's going to do his low-key, I don't understand what the fuss is all about. I told everybody this would take some time. Isn't that what he told Brandon Marshall over the weekend? He's getting there? Well, getting there is a rather ambiguous timeline. The Packers want it done two months ago. Jets want it done two weeks ago. Jets have done everything they can to facilitate this transaction, starting with the team, hopping on. Woody Johnson's private jet, because he keeps a private jet. I'm going to try to push the buttons from my side of the glass. And we know the only reason poor Nate can't hack it is on that staff. You talk about failing up and down across every org chart in the NFL is he's boys with Aaron. He didn't do anything in Green Bay. He hung out with Aaron. That was good enough to get him the head coaching job in Denver. Because he didn't call plays. We know that was Matt LaFleur's job. And now he got the job with the Jets because he's bros with Aaron. So the Jets did everything they could. Rodgers continues to relax. I'm Brian Weber. I should be more relaxed. But when I get the call, I jump into talk show mode and potentially just one show this week. So i got to cram it all into our three-hour bag together. Your phone calls are a possibility in less than 15 minutes. 1-800-636-8686. Hit me up on Twitter, B.W. Weber, Weber with two Bs. Rogers now, and, and Jim was brilliant yesterday, and I can't steal more than I normally do, but he had me laughing out loud when he was doing the old, here's a contemporary reference, Bob Newhart, phone bit. Hey, Woody, it's Aaron. Yeah, yeah, what? What? Okay. Who? Blaine Gabbert? A- and at this point, we know that it's not just a wish list. I like how it was framed. Try to, try to make sure that Aaron didn't get miffed that his desires were misconstrued. So we already know that the Jets have come to terms with Alan Lazard. Doesn't that imply that 
it's a done deal. Rodgers is going to the Jets. Don't you think he might have consulted with Aaron before putting his name unofficially on the bottom line with the new league year opening later today? So that's a pretty big tea leaf for Dose of Ayahuasca. OBJ's not happening because they don't have the cap room. Randall Cobb, okay, he's putting the band back together. I have to be transparent and upfront with you. It's my job to know who's playing in the NFL. I'm well aware of the career of Mercedes Lewis going back to his outstanding days in the pack. 10 probably, he's so old. I didn't know he was still playing. He's 38 years old. But if you're a friend of Aaron, you got a possibility. James Jones walking through that door. Donald Driver, I can't steal any more from Jim, who did it brilliantly ad-libbing yesterday. So all the signs point to this deal being consummated at some point. But it doesn't have to be today. There's nothing that says it has to occur in the next 24, 48, 72 hours. In fact, since we're going to have a conversation with Josh Alper from ProFootballTalk.com coming up in the second hour of the program, 140 Eastern time, his boss, Mike Florio, postulated that the Packers at this point could be willing to let this thing play out all the way until the draft. So if you are already tired of this topic, I know what it's like to be satiated and full. If you're full on Aaron Rodgers content, I got bad news. This might only be the beginning of the beginning. Let's find out what he says coming up in less than an hour. Guys, keep yourself tight and feeling confident with new and improved Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant, reformulated with 72-hour sweat and odor protection and one-quarter moisturizing cream. Stop worrying about your underarms so you can be present for the moments that matter. Do not let underarm insecurities keep you at arm's distance from the ones you care about. Buy new and improved Dove Men Plus Care Antiperspirant with 72-hour sweat and odor protection wherever personal care products are sold. Brian Weber back with you. Jim has the day off doing my best not to destroy the brand he has worked so hard to build. Phone calls are an option, but you got to get past Tommy, who says nothing good right now. 1-800-636-8686. Emails coming up. Get to watch me squint on national cable television. That's RomanHaveATake.com. Your tweets are percolating. B.W. Weber, say it with me. Weber with two B's. In just a couple minutes, we talk NBA. Lakers coming alive. Does it mean anything? Will it foreshadow potential playoff success as the West for all of the intensity and the rugged battles every night now has hit a rough patch? We'll get there. And in 15 minutes, we make the move to the NCAA tournament story time With Uncle B-Webb, I was going to bring in my NIT championship watch from 1991. I'll tell you about the time I went to Paducah, Kentucky in 1993. Fascinating radio, and I'll do my best to ground it into the here and now as well. With a spectrum of a half dozen, eight, ten teams out there that have a real chance of winning it all. Do you find that more interesting? Or, and I have some data to back up this thought, History tells us we love the Blue Bloods in the Sweet 16 Elite Eight. We like the notion of upsets early in the tournament. And then, if you're giving me VCU, St. Peter's last year, George Mason, I'm flipping around. All right, a couple tweets, a couple emails, and then to the NBA. Brian and San Pedro here in Southern California. 
wore Jim Rome and Alvin Deloro having a tandem vasectomy. Just going to let that one marinate for a second. Now, longtime clones will instantly get the image, and I'm conjuring it up right now, of the, let me choose my words carefully. We don't say fat anymore. Obese twins in the Guinness Book of World Records who had the tandem bikes. I don't know if they were getting vasectomies at the same time. It is vasectomy season. Jim said it himself yesterday. Brian, watching on CBS Sports Network, two questions. Is that a ransom note for Jim on the desk? Yeah, I have done the cutting and pasting from People Magazine. I'll hold up a newspaper to let you know today's date. Moving on. Is that a big boy receipt in your pocket? Yeah, well, I didn't know I was working today. I didn't get the haircut, so you can put a platter right on there. War Jack Savage running a marathon backwards just to see who comes in second place. I mentioned obese. I didn't get to the steam room. I didn't know I was working. Good work, Jake and NYC. Hey, B-Web, forget Aaron Rodgers' alleged demands for the Jets. I can't help but wonder if now that McDonald's has retired, the beloved McRib, that you updated your rider of demand to the Rome Show to include several shamrock shakes. Tis the season, Eric in L.A. Going to surprise you. Not a fan. Don't eat the filet of fish either, obviously. And finally. Brian McRib Weber, I see the purple turtleneck, tan man working, calling in sick today to set up his call-ins for tomorrow and Friday so he can watch March Madness. Well, gambling is a huge portion of this program. Can we get James Kelly to lay odds? Will Jim miss the rest of the week? I would say no. That'd be a heck of a long shot. My guess would be Jim will be back as soon as tomorrow, worst case, Friday. We're going to take it one show at a time. However, if one were inclined to take Thursday and Friday off, the paper trail you want to leave is the day before. Voicemail, hey, I'm losing my voice. I don't want to come into the office sick. So you could do that. Jim does not take days off. It's team grind and team content. That's why he's in the Hall of Fame. And I'm here conjuring hot takes about the L.A. Lakers. Wonderful clock management. What am I, Andy Reid in a playoff game? That's better because we're going to talk NBA in the final hour with Kurt Heelan of NBC Sports. The Lakers don't deserve more than a handful of minutes of national real estate. But if you've not been paying attention, and I did think the take yesterday about the Warriors was interesting. I'm going to push back a little bit as I read my resume and a former sideline reporter of the Warriors for nine years when they were terrible. When I saw we lost Felton Spencer way too young, it reminded me of when he was on those atrocious Warrior teams. Yeah, the Warriors are winning games, but you have to offer context. They beat the Bucks without Giannis. They did it overtime. Steph Curry clearly committed a foul at the end of OT. Didn't get called as such because stars get calls at home. And then they beat the Suns without Kevin Durant. Now let's find out more tonight as they play the Clippers. I'm not bearing the Warriors. I'm just saying that their defensive efficiency is way down. They can't win a game on the road. And we don't know what's going on with Andrew Wiggins. And that's a real concern. And it's something that now ventures into the realm of privacy. This is, the old air quotes, a personal matter. And I'll talk about it with Kurt Heelan. And I'm not trying to 
dig too deeply if it's something serious, but you know how vital Wiggins was in the championship run last year. Now, the pushback would be Clay Thompson is much better than he was a year ago. Championship experience, I would say. Are you fully confident Steph can stay healthy throughout the entire postseason with two serious injuries already? But I'm not bashing the Warriors. I'm, I'm saying that to say this. We had this notion that the West was going to be the most challenging collection of talent we've ever seen. And until three weeks ago, it looked that way. But think about how things have evolved. We don't know when John Morant is going to be eligible to play. I applaud him for stepping away and now going into formal counseling because clearly he needs to get structure in his life and start making better decisions. When he emerges from the treatment, I think the league has no choice once they finish the investigation but to suspend him for the rest of the year. If, in fact, that gun was his and he brought it on a team plane, because remember, that was a road trip to Colorado. That's a blatant violation of the collective bargaining agreement And while Adam Silver has tried to be more of a conciliator and and not as adverse with the players as David Stern, he's got to drop the hammer. But remember, Memphis gave the Warriors all they could handle last year without John when he was hurt. What's going on with the Nuggets? They've lost four in a row. Think they're going to be okay come playoff time, but need to see them in the postseason because we haven't seen this collection of Jokic and Murray and Porter Jr. because of the injuries. The Suns, again, let's give them a little bit more time for Durant to get healthy. I get the notion that it's going to take time to coalesce between Durant and Booker. But remember, they have international experience together. They played on Team USA. That's one of the reasons why Durant was so comfortable going to Phoenix, in addition to the fact he just wanted out of Brooklyn. So when you take a macro view of the West, it's not as challenging as it appeared to be as recently as a month and a half ago. But that doesn't mean the Lakers are going anywhere. Quality win last night. Again, context is vital. It's an entirely different New Orleans team without Zion. And it's better for the NBA if he can ever find a way to stay healthy. Still, even if I wanted to be the biggest Laker basher in the world, and I'm not, but at least... The deluge of rain here in Southern California has forced Laker fans to put the purple and gold flags on their cars inside because those are cherished heirlooms and they don't want them to get wet. Lakers 7-3, last 10 games. Conventional wisdom said they were done when LeBron went down with the foot injury a few weeks ago in Dallas. It is easy to take shots at Anthony Davis as I did because he's always hurt. Not his fault, but you are what you consistently do and – As I'm just now in love with my resume, I'll take it back to Final Four, New Orleans, 2012. I was there when they won the national championship, Kentucky led by Anthony Davis. At that point, the conventional wisdom, just chopping it up with the media there, and the Big Easy was he was a can't-miss superstar who was going to win multiple MVPs. And there was nothing to suggest, because he didn't miss a lot of games at Kentucky, small sample size, that he would be this injury-prone. But here is A.D. going off last night against the Pelicans. Watch bits and pieces of that game. And at one point, the Lakers were up 40. He's unstoppable, 35-17. and 17. Great to have, if you're a Laker fan, D'Angelo Russell back. We haven't talked enough about his impact on the team. But with every game really mattering from a perspective of 
playoff slotting, seeding, trying to avoid the play-in. It's a winnable game against Houston, dreadful Houston, although they beat Boston the other night, wondering what's going on with the Celtics as of late. And Anthony Davis is not going to play because he's Anthony Davis. And it's the second game of a back-to-back, and he's going to be shut down. So that's your issue, Laker fans. First, you got to get LeBron back and healthy. Playoffs don't start until roughly mid-April, so there's time. But we've seen it consistently outside of the perfect conditions and no travel in the bubble. When have you ever been able to rely upon Anthony Davis? This is fool's gold. So maybe as things shake out, they're actually avoiding the play-in. Don't think that's going to happen. But probably in that play-in tournament, they could play their way in. But when we're talking best-of-seven series against deeper, more talented teams, Lakers aren't going anywhere. And then we get to the offseason, and we start the annual parlor game of which superstar is coming to SoCal but nothing is going to change. So enjoy what you have now. The facts speak for themselves, but in no way, in So, my quick question. Why is Old Trapper Beef Jerky so amazing? Let's start with the fact that it is a family-run business. A family business which stands by quality and produces the world's best beef jerky. Now, I, I've made this point many, many times, and I want to make it again right now. Beef jerky is not just beef jerky. I think some of you go to the store, and you reach for the beef jerky, and you think it's all the same. In fact, you might not even know what you're buying. That's a big mistake. Stop making that mistake. All beef jerky is not the same. In fact, there's nothing like Old Trapper. It is simply the best. Four mouth-watering flavors, so you can get your choice of whatever you want. Myself, I like them all the same. I bounce back and forth between each and every one of them. So you can do the same thing. They come in four-ounce bags. If you need to learn, do it that way. If you already know what you want, go with the 18-ouncer. That way there's enough for everybody, the entire unit, the entire family, the entire team. If you do not see it, cruising towards the business end name, of hour number one, no but still plenty of time for you to be a part of the program. Phone calls taken selectively. 1 800 636 8686. Emails romanhavatake.com. More of your tweets coming up in the next hour of the show. BW Weber, Weber with two B's. In 15 minutes, we'll start hour number two by shifting back to the NFL. Try to avoid Aaron Rodgers for now. We will jump right in, focusing on both Lamar Jackson. And we're on Ezekiel Elliott. Watch, 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 watch. No giant surprise that, according to reports, he could be released by the Cowboys as soon as today. I keep refreshing my TRS-80 computer, the latest technology at my disposal. Nothing official as of yet. The Commodore 64 not available. But we'll talk about why this was highly anticipated, why it's the latest reminder you don't use a first-round pick on a running back, specifically a top-five pick out of Ohio State. You don't give him a massive payday in the contract extension. But Jerry Jones has no idea what he is doing when it comes to player personnel because he left 20% of himself on Bourbon Street. It's also an ATP Wednesday. Time to ask the pros. Were you the clones? Get to ask me a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash pros. Submit your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts. For all your car care needs, get the parts and services you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Let us talk college basketball. Best time of the year for many of us, myself included. Now, it's going to be a balancing act because I just don't want to go down nostalgia road. Because I could make the argument back in the day it was better when all the games weren't on because you had to wait. Now, I sound like my grandfather telling me, no, baseball on the radio was better than TV. But there was something about the anticipation, the live look-ins. We're on CBS Sports Network. What are they going to do in New York City to take me to the game I want to watch? And now it's all there for us. It is a bonanza of riches. As I mentioned, if you care at all and you wonder who is this man clutching the microphone, I got a head start in the business a million years ago. I went to a university in which nobody cared about sports casting. Thankfully, I didn't have to fight 500 Iron Eagle wannabes at Syracuse. And I went to a school that was having a renaissance in basketball. So that junior college in Palo Alto suddenly started going to the NCAA tournament, and I was eager enough and willing to work for free that I made a lot of NCAA journeys through the tourney. Taught me as much about basketball and broadcasting and being an adult, I'm still trying to avoid that, as anything in my 20s. So when we get to this time of the year, I I could just cue up the images right now in my head, forget about Christian Leitner, Tate George, and here comes Danny Ainge like the floor. Basketball in March is the best thing going. And even if you don't care about these teams, and I wasn't trying to be a troll, mostly facetious, but honestly, and I presume a level of sophistication, especially in the jungle, how many marquee basketball players in college hoops can you name right now? And we know the macro reasons why. One and done changed everything. Secondly, what am I talking about in 15 minutes that we did not care about 20 years ago in the month of March? The NFL. It's the behemoth that has crushed everything in its path. Plus, in all candor, 25 years ago-ish, Michael Jordan changed everything. We cared a lot more about college basketball this time of the year than the NBA. We didn't focus on the NBA until the Nets were cut in April. So, it's a vastly different sport. You can argue a four-week sport now. But these four weeks, when you factor in championship week and I have so much appreciation for what Jim has done on this show. Think about the coaches he's had on in recent weeks. Kennesaw State in Georgia. UNC Asheville. Fairleigh Dickinson from New Jersey yesterday. These are remarkable stories, experiences, the players, the staff, alumni will never forget. Now, you're wondering, wait a minute, he can't be this sincere. He can't be this nice. No, because... I have strong opinions about this topic because I don't love where college basketball is currently. I'm not even talking about the transfer portal, which I fully support. You may not like NIL. That's a you problem. Because when these coaches have huge bonuses being achieved by making the NCAA tournament, every player should monetize every nickel they can get. My issues with the tournament this year specifically come down to what's going on in Alabama. And I don't have the answer. I can tell you what I think should be occurring, but I know why it's not going to happen because it hasn't happened so far. And I know that I am being a Pollyanna 
Because what's Jim's great line? Why does anybody do anything? Because they can. Why is Alabama pretending that capital murder is not linked to their program? Because they can. Because they have severed ties with Darius Miles, and they're saying an unfortunate incident. He's no longer with the team. And Brandon Miller, as Charles Barkley, a proud product of Alabama said, is lucky he's in Alabama. Because I didn't go to law school, but I can't think of many other states with that kind of latitude that you can be connected to a capital murder. You can be in the gun delivery business, allegedly, and not even be charged with a crime. That's the legal portion of the discussion. How about optics? How many schools would let their, quote-unquote, Brandon Miller keep playing? And that's where my realism kicks in. Because as much as I want to bash the SEC, and I thought what Chris Beard did yesterday was reprehensible, getting that introduction at Ole Miss, completely overlooking all of the allegations, choosing the words carefully again, allegations of domestic violence. But they were serious enough that Texas fired him. How you cannot show contrition is completely tone deaf to me, but doesn't have to because he signed the contract. SEC is going to SEC, but I would be unfair and I would be more hypocritical than I normally am to say this is an Alabama problem because I got to believe with all the money involved and the chance to win a national championship, so long as there are no Legal questions as of now, most schools would put Miller on the floor. It's wrong. It's terrible. It says a great deal about our misguided values, as now I'm getting on the soapbox, but it's a reality. So I can't watch this tournament without that thought being processed in my mind. And you can say that I'm an idealist and I'm glad I have a shred of idealism left after all these years of being a pragmatist. That's one element. The other element on a far different scope and level is there's no great team this year. Now, you could counter, wait a minute, we love the upsets. And I just rattled through George Mason, VCU, St. Peter's last year. If you look at the TV ratings, and this is well-documented, it's not even anecdotal, the lowest ratings in the Final Four have involved... George Mason, VCU, we love the idea of Cinderella. We want it early on. When we get to the Sweet 16 Elite Eights, we want the Blue Bloods. And there's a real possibility. Because if you're just looking at the brackets, and Houston's a good story independent of the heritage, but we can go five Slamma Jamma if you want. Hello, friends. Jim Nance calling the Final Four in the same city in which he went to college Wonderful story there coming full circle. Don't know the status of Marcus Sasser, but the other top seeds, Alabama side, the heritage of Kansas. We don't know how Bill Self is medically, but he'll be back with the team. It's certainly a difference there after they lost to Texas twice in the span of a week. Purdue, a heritage program. Very inconsistent this year, though. Remember that stretch in which they lost four of six? UCLA. A two-seed, but battered by injuries and missing Jalen Clark is going to be a monumental challenge.
But it all adds up to what could be the most unpredictable tournament we've seen in a very long time. I'm here for the chaos. I'm all about upheaval and your brackets being destroyed. But I do want to remind you, when we get a bunch of unlikely outcomes, you're probably not going to watch because we say we love Cinderella. It ain't the truth. I'm Brian Weber, in for Jim Rome. Hour number two of the program is coming up. You can slide in 1-800-636-8686. We'll kick things off talking plenty of NFL with the start of the new league year. The latest on Zeke and what's going on with Lamar Jackson. Weber in for Rome. You're in the jungle here on CBS Sports Radio. Man, that is music. That is absolute music to my ears. You should know by now exactly what that sound represents. That that is the very best kind of notification you could ever hear. It is the sound of another sale on Shopify. And the moment that another business dream has become a reality. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. It doesn't even matter what you're selling. Shopify simplifies selling online and in person so you can focus on successfully growing your business. I mean anything. Succulents or stilettos. Flaky salt or fine art prints. All sorts of categories. Fashion, home and garden, health and beauty. Essentially anything. Shopify covers every sales channel from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform. It even lets you sell across social media marketplaces like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 help and an extensive business course library, Shopify is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up right now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Rome, R-O-M-E, all lowercase, Go to shopify.com slash Rome to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash R-O-M-E. He intends. <laughs> okay. Well, there's wiggle room there. There's latitude. Not too far from what I was predicting, although more on the record. Gets us back to where we've been the last few days. It's all about now the parameters of the trade. What the Jets are going to send to Green Bay. And what about the finances? Because we can't overlook the fact that because Aaron Rodgers held this team hostage, shook them down two years ago, got a massive fully guaranteed deal. Coming up this season, just under $60 million fully guaranteed how much are the Packers willing to eat to get rid of him and begin the Jordan Love era some other takeaways from the conversation with McAfee that Rodgers concluded on Friday that he was ready to make the move to the Jets the delay comes down to in his opinion and obviously he's involved with both parties that the Details of the compensation, the actual trade minutiae have to be worked out. So, not a done deal yet, but certainly moving further and further closer to Rodgers officially being a member of the Jets. 
Now, the question will become, does this put any more urgency on both sides to get the deal done now that Rodgers has gone public with the information? I think you're the backers. Really, what's the hurry other than you want to end this era right now? Because it was clear that they had moved on from Rodgers. Now, the interesting implication always underneath this entire conversation was, what if Rodgers went on the McAfee show, for example, today and said, I don't want to leave Green Bay. This is home. I want to be a Packer for the rest of my career. What if he had called their bluff? Well, we're not going to have to play the hypothetical game because that didn't happen. So perhaps our long national nightmare is over. We're getting closer to it being official. Rodgers saying it in plain English. He intends to play for the Jets. We're going to talk about what that means within the division. Obviously, the Jets have been looking for a quarterback since Joe Namath. Massive upgrade over the Coug Hunter. And the Jets escape with the outcome they desperately have been looking for because if it wasn't going to be Rodgers, and I'm not just doing a rhetorical exercise, who would they have turned to? I had in my notes Andy Dalton. He's going to Carolina. Baker Mayfield signed with the Bucks. We were looking at potentially, and now I'm a Jet fan again. We, going back to my misbet youth, watching Mark Gassineau doing a sack dance. Love when they played on the dirt at Shea Stadium in September as the Mets were long eliminated from playoff contention but couldn't get the diamond retrofitted quickly enough. Jets were looking at Jacoby Brissett, maybe trading for Ryan Tannehill. They had already exercised the nuclear option. They made it so clear they were willing to do whatever it takes. Now, as we parse the statement, intends, that also has the consequence that Aaron, if he wants to slow play things to a degree, you can get more than Alan Lazard, right? Because if we're going to try to go through the TikTok of the reporting yesterday, and Dan Rossini is a very respected football journalist, whomever gave her that information, if that's clearly linked to Roger's side, I don't think it would be. I think it's the Jets trying to shame him a little bit. Can you believe this guy has already shaken us down for Alan Lazard, who they signed? He wants an aging 38-year-old Mercedes Lewis, Randall Cobb, who's made of glass. Oh, and throw in Odell Beckham Jr. as well, because he's only going to ask for $20 bucks a year. But if this wish list is authentic and genuine, well, because the deal is not official yet and could not be until this afternoon when we get to the start of the new league year coming up at 4 o'clock Eastern. But because the words matter, he intends to play for the Jets. That's still on the table. What else can he get? Remember, every negotiation starts with an ask. Close mouth. Don't get fed. Already got Lazard. Is he willing to blow this whole thing up for Randall Cobb? Don't think so, but you never know. Because so far, however you view Aaron Rodgers, and I'll be up front, 
Early days filling in for Jim, I think I said repeatedly, the most skilled quarterback I've seen in my lifetime, and I'm older than my exuberant delivery would suggest. Don't guess based on what you're seeing on TV. They didn't tell me I was filling in today. I didn't have a chance to go to the steam room until way too late. Aaron Rodgers, the most skilled quarterback in my lifetime. John Elway, skilled as well. Accomplished is different. Obviously, that's Brady. Terry Bradshaw with the four rings. He lost me with the being too clever, with the I'm immunized. I don't like all of his wacky conspiracy theories. I don't have a problem with the ayahuasca or the darkness retreat. But if we're just talking about Aaron Rodgers, the tactician in negotiations, he's been playing this like Kirk Cousins. Now, he's used the Jets effectively this time, at least to get Alan Lazard. But when he threatened to walk away a couple years ago with that trade request, turned that into a massive payday with better than $59 million guaranteed coming up this year. So, for the remaining 90 minutes, with the exception of a little bit of NBA at the end of the program, I didn't know Aaron Rodgers was going to say he intends to play for the Jets. So, had a book of program with plenty of options. Plus, Kurt Heelan is an excellent guest. A lot of NBA to talk about, but I'll make sure we do that in concise fashion. Rest of the way, it's all Aaron Rodgers all the time. Your thoughts? 1-800-636-8686. What does this mean for the Jets beyond the upgrade they've been looking for for decades? What are they getting in a player who regressed massively last year? Is he actually going to show up for OTAs with his new club? And what will the Packers look like now that the Jordan Love era is about to begin? We'll cover it all as we have the good timing of our upcoming conversation with Josh Alper from Pro Football Talk. Uh, Aaron Rodgers intends to play for the Jets. It's official, at least from the perspective of Aaron. Now the compensation needs to be hammered out. So that's the overview. Let's get you more particulars. Time for a sports update. Rich Ackerman has all the headlines. At last, some clarity on the Aaron Rodgers front from Aaron Rodgers himself. If you're just joining us, let me go through the details once more. Found out about 20 minutes ago that Rodgers told Pat McAfee on his show And the words are important here. He, quote, intends to play for the Jets. Now it's just up to the clubs working out the terms of the deal. Let's get you instant analysis from a good friend, Josh Alper from Pro Football Talk. Josh, your reaction to what just occurred? Well, I I mean, it's about time. Finally get that (laughs) confirmation. Uh, You know, all all signs have been pointing to this for quite a while. And now just to see what, you know, what the Packers and the Jets have to work out to actually get the trade done. But I, I think it's, it's, uh, it, it was a, a fascinating little piece of theater from Rogers there. And, and it sets the stage for, you know, a really interesting AFC East in, in 2023. I think, you know, I do my best to multitask, but since I was hosting this program, I could not watch that program. Give us a sense of how the message was conveyed because it's my understanding. They didn't open the conversation with that nugget. No, it took some time to get there, and they, they talked about Rodgers' experience in the darkness, and, and uh, he said he went into that darkness retreat 90% believing he would 
be retired and that the Packers would uh, happily welcome him back if he wanted to play for them again and then came out to find that the, the Packers had started making other moves and, and other machinations, and it seemed to uh, basically there mimic the, the Curb Your Enthusiasm plot where Larry David opens the coffee shop despite <laughs> the coffee shop next door. Um, uh, it, it, it very much feels like he's going to be carrying several chips on his shoulder with him to the Jets, and... Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how that, you know, works for him. But it, he, he seemed like uh, a guy who, who got very motivated about the fact that, that the Packers didn't want him anymore. I was not expecting an allusion to Latte Larry's. It's a spite store. Josh Alper going Larry David. Check out his great work, Pro Football Talk. Josh, you were passing Larry this. David, too. Yeah, you're passing this information to me along for the first time. Let's parse what Rodgers told Pat McAfee. And I'm asking your opinion. He can say whatever he wants. Do you believe that prior to going into the darkness, he thought the Packers really wanted him back? I that you know that is what he said. I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that he. I, I you know he made he made allusions to winning two MVPs after they drafted Jordan Love and making that that making it difficult for the Packers to move on from him and then. Obviously, this past season did not go as well in Green Bay. And, and so I, I think that the writing was – sounded like the writing was on the wall. And, uh, you know, if you take him at his worst that he was, he was really planning to retire, it, it, um, it, it doesn't quite add up. But at, at a certain point, you know, the, the things that are going on in Rodgers' mind are, are for him. You know, it's it's really no different than Patrick Mahomes saying no one believes in the Chiefs at the end of a, a winning the Super Bowl run. It's – these guys can find uh, every little thing to, to set them off. And, and as we know, Rodgers is, is better than most. Aaron Rodgers saying within the hour he intends to play for the Jets. We're getting the evaluation of Rodgers' comments and what his future with the Jets will look like with Josh Alper from Pro Football Talk. Josh, if Rodgers now has said this message for a reason – What's the implication in terms of timing? Do you think this accelerates things? Are we likely to get the deal done and the parameters of the compensation between the Jets and Packers worked out this week? You'd think so. You'd think that that both teams would be motivated to get that done. Uh, Rodgers said the Packers are dragging their heels on compensation. Obviously, the Jets know that if if Rodgers wants to play there, they – it behooves them to offer as little as possible for as long as possible in, in, in order to get him. I, I don't know what, you know, I, I think the Packers, from a financial standpoint, aren't under a great deal of urgency to make this move now versus uh, closer to the draft or, or at the draft. But you, you would think they would just prefer to, to fumigate the air and, and move on with Jordan Love in every single possible way um, as their clear quarterback as, as soon as possible. So I, I would think it, it gets done fairly quickly, but, you know, everyone decides to, to play uh, chicken for a little bit longer and, and, you know, could see where that goes. But I, I would think sooner rather than later. And since we're all trying to do the calculus together, now that Rodgers has said publicly he intends, he wants to play for the Jets, what is the incentive for the Packers to step up and say, okay, we'll eat a portion of the contract just to get rid of you? 
better draft pick in return. Mm-hmm. That, that would be the biggest reason. Um, if they were to eat some money, you know, maybe the Jets do give up a, a first-round pick. I, I, I would think that, you know, you could put some conditions on it for picks in 2024 that if Rodgers and the Jets go deep in the playoffs, it's a better pick also. I think there are ways to make it work so that it's it's a win-win for as much of a win-win for everyone as it can be. We are talking Aaron Rodgers and the rest of the important NFL news with the start of the new league year upon us. Always a pleasure to chat with Josh Alper from Pro Football Talk. Josh, you led me where I wanted to go in terms of the package then, the actual details of a trade between the Packers and the Jets. They can wish, they, pronouns are important. The Packers can wish whatever they want. They're not going to get anything like, say, the Russell Wilson deal between the Broncos and the Seahawks, are they? I can't imagine it, uh, or, or or even the Matthew Stafford deal. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I don't think there's the same, the same kind of placement, the same kind of uh, urgency for a team to pry somebody loose here. This, this is a, you know, everyone knows that everyone's cards are laid out on the table here. So it's just a, a matter of, of how you structure it, I think, so that the, you know, the Jets, it, the Jets aren't going to give up two first-round picks here. Um, if there's one, I would think it's going to be conditional on how Rodgers plays or perhaps how long he plays with the Jets. And, and I, I think that makes sense. I, I think that Aaron Rodgers is not a, a distressed asset isn't exactly the right word, but he's not one that's, that's uh, you're trying to steal away from the Packers. He, they're trying to give him away and, and he wants to go. So it, it is, uh, it's time for everybody to probably get a little creative to make this look as good as possible. I'm Brian Weber in for Jim Rome chatting with Josh Alper of Pro Football Talk. Undeniably, Rodgers makes the Jets better because anybody other than Zach Wilson would make the Jets better. But specifically, what's their outlook now within that division? Buffalo clearly the team to beat. Would you move the Jets up to the two spot there and perhaps a, a team with a real shot at making the playoffs? Because they had that fine start, you'll recall, last year and then they imploded. Yeah, I, I think that they they absolutely are. They're, they've got uh, you know a, a really good defense. They, Garrett Wilson was was as good a rookie receiver as there was in the league. Uh, they they've got assuming they hold on to that 13th pick in the first round this year, a chance to add another piece to the offensive line. Um, they they should get Brees Hall back, the the running back after he his impressive start and torn ACL. And, you know, we've already heard that Alan Lazard has agreed to terms with the Jets. That was a pretty big sign of where things were headed, that there are going to be other players that, that want to come aboard and, and take their shot with, with Rodgers. Uh, it, I think, is something that it maybe not on the level of the Bills, but I, I don't think you could say that the Dolphins are, are ahead of the Jets in the AFC East, but that that top three looks really strong, and, and you start to look at the Patriots and, and see what they're going to do to – to answer some of these moves because they've been pretty quiet thus far. Finally, looking for an answer in about 60 seconds. I know you can handle it. So with the Jordan Love era about to start in Green Bay, what would your expectations for the Packers be this season? Uh, I, I, I don't – I wouldn't have particularly high ones, but that a lot of that is just based on how little I've seen Jordan Love play. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the times I have, it, it hasn't been great. But I, I do think that there's – there's good talent there, and I think there's a chance to go with, you know, put different things into an offense and, and show different facets of an offense that, that we haven't seen from them yet. And 
I think that I, I'm curious to see how Matt LaFleur does that and, and optimistic that he can build something good about it. Josh, as always, we value the information. Good timing to have you on this day in this time slot, and thank you for passing along the details of a conversation I couldn't have listened to even if I wanted to. After all, I'm hosting Jim's show. Absolutely. That's, I'm happy to, uh, to be a, an Aaron Rodgers interpreter for the world. <laughs> All right. Enjoy the ayahuasca. Thank you, Josh. (laughs) Josh Alper, Pro Football Talk. Excellent producing by the XR4TI. Good night now!